Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And you're listening to The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. Such a great theme song, honestly. It gets stuck in my head all the time. Mel, it's so good to be back in studio with you. I know, finally. It's been a while. I know I've been a little absent, a little busy. I have a new job. Hockey's crazy. It's a crazy time. Like, not enough time in the day to do everything I'd like to be doing. Well, you know what? It's great to have you back. I'm sure everyone listening is happy to hear your voice, too. I know I am. Uh, Today, we had an awesome guest, Emmanuel Blais. I guess you could say former hockey player, but uh, she technically. technically former hockey player for Les Canadiens de Montréal, and uh, she's now a CrossFit coach. Yes, and previously a CrossFit yeah. athlete too. She's an incredible human, to be honest. She's lovely. I she love has her. so much positive energy, and like yeah. this is a girl who like I'm so thankful for her as a hockey player. Like she played for nine years in the CWHL, and it's it's really because of women like her that the league exists mm-hmm. for people like me because i just joined three years ago like menu was getting up at like four to do crossfit like work basically she gets up at like four you know gets to the gym coaches all day and we practice late like we would practice late until you probably wouldn't get home till 11 she'd get like four or five hours of sleep yeah repeat because she loved the she loved the game she loved being a part of it and I just want to say thanks, Menu, for your dedication to the team. And thank you for coming back to play with us uh, when we went down to Boston not too long ago. Yeah, no, that was really cool to have her back for those two games. Uh, those games were on February 16th and 17th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, really cool to have her on that trip. Uh, like you said, she brings a great energy. I had only joined the team last year, but just being around her, it's 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 incredible. And uh, no, it was great to see her again on the trip. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Yeah, she's going to she talked a little bit about uh, CrossFit, essentially. Mm-hmm, of course. You know, what is it? Because... What's interesting about this sport is that there's two facets to it. There's CrossFit as sort of a training methodology mm-hmm. and just for everyday life. If you want to, you know, maintain a healthy lifestyle and get physically fit, you know, there's CrossFit in that light. And then there's CrossFit as a sport, which is... That's a whole other level of it's CrossFit. It's a whole... Just Google, like, some some CrossFit games highlights and you'll see how incredibly talented these people are. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more their mentality is insane. They are, I agree. They tap into another level of, I guess, elite athletes. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it really does test how mentally tough you are. And I think at the end of the day, like in any sport, for sure, physical, you have to be physically fit. For and sure. you have to be talented. But the mental game is strong and you can't. Uh, that's no doubt with CrossFit athletes. It's crazy. Well, yep. So Menu's just going to tell us a little bit more about CrossFit. And uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Manu. My background is I used to play hockey for as far as I can remember. Uh, and then I got into CrossFit after I was done playing for Team Canada. Perfect. So are you currently a CrossFit athlete or are you just training athletes? Uh, no, right now I used to I used to be a CrossFit athlete. Uh, right now I would just consider myself a CrossFit coach. Uh, I 
I compete, but just for fun, with friends on teams or with some of our members. Uh, but I don't compete in the sport in a sense that uh, I don't want to go to the CrossFit Games and I'm not planning on going. <laughs> Menu's being very modest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's an incredible athlete. So Menu actually played for the Canadian with myself. And she is a legend. She played for nine seasons, right? And uh, this was her first year out of retirement, which I'm sure was a difficult transition. Although, out of retirement, still played two games and got an assist. And now you're 10th all-time for points. Yes. I was kind of excited. Yeah. It's like, I don't really look at stats, so... When Meg came in and said that, it's like, sweet, that's fun. I, I didn't even know where I was I think you sitting. got a little teary-eyed. Yeah. I think so. I no. was emotional for you. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. Uh, just like I said, because going into the weekend, I was going to play with my friends again. Uh, it was a hard decision for me to, to let go uh, of that part of my life. Um, and although I have a lot of other projects... Uh, going back to play and actually have fun with some of my best friend and people I grew up with mm -hmm. just amazing experience and that that was just bonus I guess like good surprise yeah absolutely and I guess the reason we wanted to have you on the show today is just CrossFit is I think it's like one of the newest sports out there and what's interesting about it is that it's not not only is it like a professional sport in the sense that like these are elite athletes competing at an extremely high level but it's also sort of like this communal environment and it's a way of life and keeping fit for the everyday person so many why don't you just tell us how did you get into crossfit in the first place what drew you to this sport because i think when you started it was still quite new as far as socially not a lot of people knew about it yeah uh i think it, it crossfit started uh, around like 2002 i think Uh, and at first it was like basically friends that would just work out and then the CrossFit Games was like done on a ranch where they would put a bunch of different workouts in a, like a thing you shake kind of basically like a hat and then they would pick out a workout and they would all do it together they had a barbecue after and beers so that's kind of like what CrossFit used to be or like the CrossFit Games and then at some point Reebok got into it and was like you know what they are quite good athletes and we can maybe make a sport out of it but in itself I think right now there's two things in CrossFit there's the method method d'entraînement so like training methodology and then you have uh, the sport and like the training methodology I I think like 98% of the population is, is suited up to do that. Like if you have a body that functions kind of well, you can start doing CrossFit. Uh, but then being a CrossFit athlete is just kind of like playing in the NHL. You can play hockey, play hockey in a beer league, but doesn't necessarily mean that you'll become an NHL player. Um, so what's fun about CrossFit is that basically I think it's, it's a method of training that they'll make people have fun Uh, it's group classes, so you get to meet people that eventually become your friends. Uh, I've met some really, really good friends through my classes because I started just taking regular classes. Uh, and it's not repeti uh, repetitive. So you can come in and do, in an hour, you work your whole body, you leave, you can go to work, uh, you go on with your whole day, and then you can come back the next day and it's a totally different workout um, that's gonna work again probably your full body um, and right now the fun fun thing is that there's really smart people 
that got into it and so let's say I have a friend that, that's got a doctorate in kinesiology and so he uses all that background and all that knowledge and, and brings in his CrossFit knowledge and kind of uses both uh, to train people. So it's not just stuff that's thrown together for just a fun purpose. It, it actually makes sense. And, and so our members at that gym, they basically train kind of like athletes, but or in a proper way, just like we would we would program an athlete, um, but in a fun way that's adaptable for. Uh, I have a member, like let's say we have CrossFit kids, but like regular members, we have people that are 16 years old, goes up to 70, 70 years old. Wow. And at first, for me, that was the most interesting thing because when I finished playing hockey uh, with Team Canada, I was like full time athlete. In my head, I'm like, wow, I'm super fit, like that's sweet but I'm I'm I was done training at that point like even though I I absolutely love training and it's, it's a huge part of my life and it was when I was in the national program it, it was just I was at a point where it's like this is boring I don't want to lift weight and I don't want to go in the training room like I was done with that uh, at that point my dad used to be a marathon so I was like I set out the goal of, of running a marathon and then my my really good friend was like ugh, no you shouldn't like just come to my CrossFit gym. I'm like, what is CrossFit? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then he showed me a video and I looked at him. And I was like, you have to be crazy to do all this stuff and put yourself in that position, like voluntarily. <laughs> and I think most people, they'll see videos and, and that's what they'll see. And then they see CrossFit people and CrossFit gyms and they're like, oh, they're crazy. It's like... Uh, for some people it can be super intimidating and then honestly it took it took him about six months to get me in and I was like quite a good athlete at that point and then after he convinced me he walked in the owner was just this nerd glasses like tiny guy <laughs> like what did I sign up for uh did my first class and I had like a lady that was a she runs marathon and she's a good friend of mine now uh, we had a workout where there's quite a bit of running and she beat me like totally. She she was probably at that point. I'm like 23, and she's so you probably got competitive. Oh yeah, well I'm just <laughs> looking there. I'm like, wow, does that happen? She she this 40 year old lady. Like, how does that work? And then it it actually got. It, that's what got me in. Like I got to train with people that it's like I always uh, compare it. If a doctor looked at me and was like, Manu, you have to start doing piano right now and learn because if you don't then you might die in the next five years and I hate piano and I've never done it in my life because for some people that come in that's what it is it's like uh yeah so yeah uh, they want to be fit but yeah and and they, they've never been athletes like most mm -hmm. people they're just regular people uh some come in and they're like yeah so I have a daughter and I can't take her to the park so I guess I want to start and try training and, and that's the funnest part of my job is like grabbing somebody that has no interest uh, or that had no interest in training and have them come in twice in the week and then the year after they're like you know what I'll come three times and then when they renew their membership they're like I can come four or five times like they actually make time mm -hmm. for health that's I think like what drew me in the first place uh, I had no interest in competing that part of my life was like kind of done I was playing for the Canadian still and obviously you get on the ice uh, you want to be I, I went from wanting to be the best hockey player ever to being like wanting to be the, the best teammate obviously the best the best player I could be but not for myself but for my team 
Uh, and when I was on Team Canada, there was a part of me I was like, oh, if she's doing really bad, that can it's make me for, look it's yeah. Good for you, yeah that is the odd part when when you're competing for a national spot because a lot of the times you want your team to succeed but their failures can benefit yeah, you yeah which definitely is, is weird so was it so was it really just your friend that convinced you to yeah. join crossfit the first time just be like you need something to replace you yeah. know this national life you've been living and and like for me it was like I I would say like cheap therapy. It was like an hour where I would go cheap in. Therapy. Yeah, I didn't. honestly though, people who don't work out don't understand that how good it is for mm-hmm. your mental health too. Oh, for sure. Like I I would just go in and for one hour I did not have to think about anything because obviously if you're doing fifty squats and you're thinking about the fifty burpees you have to do and the one kilometer you have to run after and the other <laughs> stuff like you're, you're gonna, gonna have a rough time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna have a very very rough time. So it's it was the the sense of like being the moment do this and then on with the next thing and the next mm. thing and seeing people do the same thing as me and that was that was just it got addictive i i, I started doing it i was on monday wednesday friday uh, and i'm not gonna lie at first I, it was very intimidating for me to go in and i think a lot of people right now it's the same thing uh, for sure and and same for me right now like the other day i went in a yoga class and just the the person at the reception was kind of like like a little bit and i never went back and i never did yoga again so part of part of my work every day is to make people feel comfortable no matter uh their their how their body looks or or what they're capable of is like it's fun to just celebrate the small victories mm-hmm. and, and it makes you want to keep going because it's it's really sweet to go to the Olympics or have the goal to play in the NHL but or, or want to run a marathon. But if you've never run and you run 5K after a year of training for that, it's just as cool, right? Well, you don't want to overshoot too, like or else you're going to get discouraged. I can attest though because I, I did CrossFit. I started this summer with Menu. I joined some of her classes and... I was intimidated too because I'd never done it and unfortunately sort of like the social spotlight of CrossFit all you see is these extremely strong and talented yeah. athletes and your impression of it is that I need to look and be that good to join CrossFit which is not that, that's a fallacy like I went in and you know I didn't know what to expect and also for athletes sometimes there's this negative thing don't do crossfit you're going to destroy your body mm-hmm. i did it i had a really good time this summer and like you said it's it's kind of this community feel i was going you know relatively the same time each day of the week and you get to know your class and yes i was in a class with you know a woman who i think was probably 60 and sure we weren't putting up the same weights but we were all cheering each other on there's there's really small victories is yeah. celebrated in the class which keeps you going and i came out of the summer like extremely fit mm-hmm. which was nice i think that's what matters too right because like the gym can be an intimidating place whether it's crossfit or just like a regular gym i remember one of the gyms that i used to go to was at concordia le gym basically just to work out i also had some back problems so i really had to go and i remember just being so intimidated by the weight section because it was all guys Literally, there was maybe like the one odd woman and I would be the second one, if not the only one. So it was like every time I went, I would force myself to 
to just you know not think about it you know but at some point that can be tiring so i think having an inclusive environment is so important you mentioned that you're seeing people of all ages whether mm-hmm. young old um in that sense is crossfit kind of like uh, the way you talk about it, it makes me think of rugby in a way because rugby there is a spot for everybody you know what i mean like you can be tall you can be small it doesn't really matter there's a spot for everyone is crossfit a sport that could be for anybody uh yeah if you go in a crossfit gym like Honestly, unless, like, I had a conversation with uh, a member this morning, he's a Cairo, and so he brings in, uh, like, a lot of new members, because some sometimes what happens is, like, we get hurt, and then the reflex is, like, oh, like, I hurt my back. Let's say I, my mom, she had a herniated disc, I'm not going to do anything, but that doesn't work. It's just going to make it worse. So he encourages people to come in and, 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 and start training. Uh, obviously, the person he was talking about, they had a ski accident and like basically had to rebuild their leg. So like if it's somebody like that, we'll have him in private session mm-hmm. first to just evaluate like their their posture and, and their how they can move. And then we can tell the person like, this is good for you or this you sh- you need like closer attention and, and you need private sessions uh, i think a big thing about about what people think of crossfit is like uh it's people that don't know what they're doing and they they they, they just don't care about people and and you'll get hurt and it's like uh, mixed up uh, movements that are just put mm-hmm. together conceptions yeah but now nowadays like i said like there's a lot more highly 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 educated people that that kind of like me like it's it's fun it's fun to train again like it's it, and I use it also like to train my athletes like I have hockey players that come in I have uh, a team Canada boxing athlete uh, and and we don't use CrossFit like a little bit of it like so let's say I have a hockey player Mel comes in she's like I want to be on the national team like what's the training I should do I'll have her obviously do agility and all that stuff and then I'll plan her summer and like so we'll let's work endurance and then we'll work strength and then we'll have power so there's ways to to use a little bit the CrossFit methodology Mm -hmm. and and adapt it for very high level athletes and it used to be done even when I was training but a lot of times it was like go run intervals 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 you want to get better at running run 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 Mm -hmm. and that's right like if you run all the time you'll get better at running Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying running intervals is not good because I do it myself but I'm just saying like an athlete let's say that doesn't like training so much but that's very talented if you can have them love training it'll make a big difference if yeah I mean, if you say run all these intervals, I'd probably do it, but I hate running. I'm not going to be as effective in training for that exercise. So do you think the sports evolved? Like at the beginning, do you think there was sort of less thought process into the exercises? Do you think it was just kind of thrown together? And this is where this misconception came. And now there's a lot more thought and I guess educated literature that goes behind the designs of each oh yeah Uh, workout of the day definitely like it's like anything that's new right like the it's because crossfit is a company the company adapted like i remember when i took my level one certification it was like this is bad this is bad this is bad the only thing that's good is crossfit and then i redid a level one uh, because i was uh, in an internship with crossfit hq and then it completely changed like and i think the way they teach it now to people is so much better they 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 say that they grab stuff from everywhere. They'll grab stuff from gymnastics, from powerlifting, uh, 
and they make their method better. There is no, there's no sort of planning though. Like, you know what I was explaining before? Like if I grab my athlete, I'll do, uh, let's say I'll do strength and then endurance. And like, they don't do that. They basically, they CrossFit thinks that in a week, if you ran and you lifted weight and you moved your body, uh, like in pull-ups or gymnastics kind of way, then you're good to go. And basically, it doesn't want to make you the best runner. It doesn't want to make you the best Olympic lifter or the best gymnast. Just wants you to be able to do pretty much anything. It's a method that that'll make you a better skier if you want to go ski. That'll make you hard, like hit a ball harder if you want to play volleyball. But it, yeah, it just makes you kind of like a better athlete. Which is, I mean, that should be the focus for an everyday person you should just want to be well-rounded and healthy and you know as physically capable as you can be in all aspects you don't necessarily need to be a specialist in Mm -hmm. in running or powerlifting. i guess so you were speaking to level one and stuff so how did you become a girl who goes to the crossfit gym like gym to work out to a trainer or a crossfit coach what is the process for someone who might be interested you go away for your level one is it like online courses how many levels are there what's the process to become a crossfit coach so basically uh, you could become a crossfit coach if you wanted like a certified level one uh, and that's just the start of of your like your training it's like the first like you you learn about the history and a little bit about how planning your lessons and all that stuff Uh, and then after i think a lot of the work to become a good trainer has to be done like on your own like you you make the readings uh they send they send inform like information and letters like every day the crossfit journal like you can go and and right now it's like it's it's full of very cool information about like diabetes and a bunch of like chronic illnesses and stuff like that uh, but if you don't make the effort to go you could just do your level one and then start training yeah so it's like a lot of self self-learning yeah and that's okay. I think that's that's a big reason why people are like, oh, I studied four years in kin, and then these people do a weekend and <laughs> they can just teach people. Yeah. Um. But for myself, like I did my level one, I started coaching probably year and a half, no, a year after, and then I I was fortunate enough to be in a gym where uh, the person that was in charge did like uh, continuing education, and then otherwise you do it on your own. Like I, you do your level two, and then. A bunch of like I did another private like coaching certification where you learn about like anatomy and all that stuff, but I, like the the basic thing you need is just caring. It's caring about about the people, and if you care and about the people, you'll care to learn and make yourself better to make them better. Mm-hmm. And it, at that point, your gym, if you want it to be a good business, it'll become a good business for sure. If you don't care, people will feel that mm-hmm. well Definitely. i mean a gym is is still a business in the sense like it's a restaurant you all restaurants serve food <laughs> some is not as good as others right definitely mm-hmm. so i think it's just like being vigilant like if you're at a new gym or something and you're like i don't know if i feel comfortable with this trainer or this coach i mean maybe just like ask some questions mm-hmm. yeah. Well, when you were still playing hockey full time with Ikan Zen and then you got into CrossFit, how did you kind of manage both? Yeah, uh, well, for me it was it was kind of easy because I I liked training, so I would go in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. We had practices on Tuesdays and Thursdays, right. and then I played on the weekend. I was fairly active. I'm not saying people should do that, um, 
but if your job allows you to mm -hmm. like three times a week would be pretty cool so yeah i started like just doing classes and then the owner at the gym was like you know what we're gonna have a competitive team we just qualified for regionals you were in our top three athletes in the gym so you're coming not that point <laughs> yeah can you can you elaborate how you got into competing because you did compete yeah, yeah quite a bit how did that yeah. happen <laughs> just fell into it so at that point i looked at him i was like no i don't want <laughs> to go because i knew a part of like my competitive side i wanted to bury because i i didn't like myself well i did for as long as i did it but then after it was like that was done that's done that's a part of me i didn't want to go back to So then competed on a team at regionals after six months of doing like classes, just regular classes. And then after regionals, I was like, oh, that you was got the fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that was fun. Uh, and I put a goal to go alone, uh, which was kind of a big deal. I mean, if you're a regional athlete, like even at that time, it's like, it's a cool thing. So I tried that, worked out went alone and then once I was done that I was like oh we could maybe put a team together and go to the CrossFit Games I knew for a fact that I did not want to go alone to the CrossFit Games because playing hockey I still wanted to keep playing if you're going to go to a CrossFit game alone like individual athlete it's basically your job you, you have, have to, to do that vote. every day seven eight hours like all out eat light eat perfectly sleep perfectly and like I had already done that for Team Canada Hockey. I was, mm -hmm. no, there's, I was not interested, right. right? So put together a team, went to the CrossFit Games. <laughs> That's Just in, like that. It was simple. <laughs> That's in 2015. And then after that, uh, it was basically done for that. And I just competed like with friends for fun. Mm -hmm. But in there's smaller yeah. local events, I guess. Yeah, and there's good opportunities. Like if if you're pretty good and you're into it, like now there's comp we we went to a competition in Miami. And it's like really all levels, mm -hmm. but it's fun to be somewhere else and and see how other com like CrossFit communities they do their things. So that was cool. It's there's good experiences for like or good events for pretty much any type yeah, of athlete. Yeah, because there's like different Age levels. groups, yep. levels, and class. So I guess this is a good segue. Now let's talk about a little bit the competitive aspect of CrossFit. So you said you were a regional athlete and then you went to the CrossFit Games. Now we know that the rules have changed this year a little bit, but maybe speak to how the rules were in the past. Like what is regionals and what's the CrossFit Games and how do athletes qualify to participate in these events? Okay, until this year, basically... Uh, you participate in the CrossFit Open, so you pay $20 US and anybody in the world can just do the Open. And then back then, to qualify for a regional spot, you had to finish top 40 in your region. And then it became top 20 in the region. And then let's say for our Canada East region, they merge Canada, uh, like the Eastern Canada and then Eastern United States. Okay. Uh, and then you had to be that adds a lot of people like. yeah <laughs> and then last year you had to be top 10 i think to go to okay, regionals wait. so what is the open because the open you compete in five your, weeks in your own gym though. yeah it's five weeks where they post a workout online okay on the thursday night you have until monday to submit your scores and you have to does it have to be videotaped i don't know about this yeah if you're the uh in the top like Uh, if you think you're going to finish in the top of your region, you have to videotape all the workouts, which you will send so that nobody's cheating. And For like, sure. And who's... Because sometimes you have to, you know, let's say you're counting someone's 
Yeah, you have a judge. Or something. Now, the judge is... That's not like a qualified person, right? That's just like a team... Like a... Like a... Oh, you have to you have to go like, online and follow a certification to okay, become a judge. So you have yeah. to, okay, so your home gym needs to have a certified At judge. Least one, if you're going to have an athlete that's going to go to regionals. For sure. If all your members they're not going to go to regionals then, then you don't have to videotape deal, yeah. and you don't but like let's you say just, you were like let's say i was you're a sick athlete yeah, yeah. i'm <laughs> amazing i'm yeah. going to the crossfit games okay so then i need to qualify as a judge like okay. do the online course so we do that for five weeks five then weeks. if i'm the top then i go to regionals yeah that's first step like the like it's probably one percent of the population that goes there It's insane. And also, like, it's it's been televised. It's I don't know. If you haven't watched the CrossFit Games, you have to watch. It is it is insane <laughs> what these athletes do. Because it's it's like you said. It's like they're good at... They have to be good at everything. Yeah. Like, I've never, like, swam. So, like, any of the swimming things, I would probably drown. That's <laughs> <laughs> insane. Okay. So, then regionals and then... And then it's the CrossFit Games. The CrossFit Games. Uh, like, let's say the last year... There was uh, 20 girls, 20 guys, and then top five goes to the CrossFit Games. But we went from like thousands and thousands to 20 best and 20 best mm -hmm. to five, five. And then at the CrossFit Games, it's 40 people for the okay. men's and for the women's. And so four, and this is 40 like across the world. Yeah. So this, these athletes are insane. Yeah, it's their job. And then so like... <laughs> If you take a week for their life, it's like they'll swim two or three times. They'll have long distance running maybe once or long distance rowing or like some kind of monostructural like work. And then they'll spend probably seven hours in the gym total. Like if you include the swimming and then their workouts and then perfecting, I don't know, their gymnastics, their Olympic so lifting. So much working out. Yeah. And we we've seen the growth of the game because at the beginning, I so I... I really followed along this past CrossFit Games because I, I was sort of introduced to the sport and they were comparing some of the heavy lifts that both the men and women had done like five years ago. And it's like ex like exponentially yeah. like higher level. Yeah. It's insane. Do you But, think do you think it's still just gonna keep get like I think at people some point, are gonna keep getting stronger? Well no, at some point you're gonna see just like it's Plateau. gonna level up. We like uh, physiologically yeah. reach. Yeah, the yeah. Peak. You can't you can't go more because think about it, like these people they could probably run a marathon tomorrow. They did a marathon roar like last year at the games. That was the hardest thing to yeah. watch. Like It's three hours so you sit on a row. Menu was was at the games, and she could attest to what these athletes look like after this marathon row. Like, uh, what was with the Canadian athlete who got a leg cramp? Oh yeah, oh, and boy. so basically the rules were you have to either finish a time cap, which was a time cap of four hours, so you have to work for four hours. Um, otherwise, like, because basically, if you see you're like about to be last, you couldn't just say after you 30 minutes like oh i'm done because if you're done your crossfit games are done that's event number yeah, two or so three it's I think. also like psychologically challenging because like she's trying to get to in these events you can't quit no but you at can't that point, quit or like, else you're out so you have to row the four hours or finish <laughs> under four hours. yeah or finish 42 kilometer and the way it was done it was basically like girls on one side guys on one side picture a hockey rink f f Empty four hours standing, like em empty stands because nobody oh went to watch God. that or basically empty <laughs> for stands. four hours and then you just i don't know if you've ever seen a rower but you look at the screen 
and then you look at people in front and if yeah. you were to get off of your roar uh you you had like maybe a minute to stretch and then you had to get back on it there's like okay, time yeah. limits Uh, and then the biggest worry was like, how am I gonna go to the bathroom if I need to go to the bathroom? Mm. So oh some people God, probably yeah. peed themselves. Um, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah you gotta just, eat. Like, it's and like, just the nutrition it's like side. So they had a basket. Hours. They got a basket and they could put like Snacks liquids and, and like you want to have sugar and electrolytes. But some people got like very bad cramps and basically. You well, just that was to, the hardest thing. Like yeah. we saw her get a, a like a quad cramp and. Anyone who's ever had a muscle cramp, it's Oof, it's it so painful. It hurts so much. And yeah. she would only have like a minute to like try and stretch it out. But I I every time she got back on the rower, <laughs> it just cramped back yeah. up. Like it is it even healthy so to like do something for that long consecutively? Like, but it's not healthy to compete at any sport. Yeah, at no, an no, but level. exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say that's why there's two branches in CrossFit. You have mm -hmm. CrossFit like for as a mythology of training and 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 keeping people healthy and right. moving. And then you have the CrossFit Games athlete, which is like 0.01 of the population, where it's it's basically like being a football player or yeah, any yeah. type of like professional athlete. The risk of like getting injured is is definitely high. You put a 250 par like pound bar on over your head, or you go and swim. I don't know, two kilometer in Or the ocean. A yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a risk of injury, yeah. and yeah, and sure. they had like a bike bike crit last year and some people had never biked never put on clips some people like like booked it broke their their risk i think a girl yeah and then she's done but it kind of comes with the risk right i i don't suggest people they try and go to a crossfit games but because it, it's basically like the nhl mm -hmm. and i think that's a big deal because people come in and they're like i want to go to a crossfit games i'm like okay hey, what's your athlete background mm -hmm. yeah. because you clearly need like some it's kind yeah of it's not it, it's that's another misconception the misconception is oh if you do crossfit you're gonna look extremely strong and be able to do all this no you still have to put the time in like yeah, if you're just competing like or just going to the gym to to stay healthy you're, you're gonna just look like a mm -hmm. nice fit human you're not gonna yeah. be able to yeah. squat 300 pounds like and I a think, week like, after joining the common misconception for like you know the average human being is like all athletes are obviously the healthiest people because they're playing sports and they're active but i remember we had Corey kennedy on pretty early uh in our first season and this season and he was like athletes are probably the least healthy people because you're putting yourself into like extreme situations yep and yeah like, and you're pushing your body yeah and i don't think everyone realizes you know to what point because when you watch athletes it looks effortless unless you yeah. see their leg cramping and then you're like oh, oh okay <laughs> it's not all fun and you know and you think they don't have problems and yeah but like let's say you grab a hockey player we They, they have their season and then in the summer you want to make them like better for the next season but it's also about fixing and recovering yeah fixing and recovering like and making sure I, I call it like a pre-injury mm -hmm. making sure you try to get their muscles ready to not get injured right yeah. um, but yeah CrossFit Games athlete like mm, they'll have two treatments a week and because it's, it's a hard load that you put mm -hmm. on your body yeah. but that's not uh, that's not like that's not the majority of, of oh, people crossfit and i think people that's what they think it's yeah. that's the reality and and then some people just get scared some people think it's ridiculous and that's i think where those misconceptions come from i know we don't have much time left with you one thing that's been on my mind and i just i'm just so curious about going back a little bit to when we you were doing hockey and crossfit mm -hmm. when you integrated crossfit into your training what are some of the differences you saw uh, on the ice compared to when you were you know just training regularly without crossfit 
Because that's funny. Because <laughs> uh, I used to, yeah, I used to train a lot, uh, and I felt good on the ice. But after starting CrossFit, it was basically like I was never tired. And I don't know if it was a mental thing. Uh, perhaps, like you know, you have a bar on in your hand, and you're at twenty five squats, and you have to go for fifth, like fifty. You're like, okay, hey, I'm halfway. Do I drop the bar? Take five seconds. I take it back again. Probably gonna feel the same way. So you keep going to fifty. Uh, and and you can be in pain, I think, longer. So let's say I got stuck on a PK after, and I was in 30 seconds. Oh, my legs are burning, burning. Mm-hmm. Meh, it's not so bad. You did that for three minutes yesterday. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think That's at some true. point it was, know, yeah. it was mental. It could be mental. Uh, but also, like, physically, it, if it's not for the mental part, I, honestly, I, I was just never tired. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> well, that's a huge thing for endurance, right? What about you, Mel? I mean, you did it for a summer. Did you find that when you came back? No, I felt really good. I mean, I can attest, like, I have I felt like I've always kind of been good at interval. Like, I recover really quick, I mm-hmm. feel like. And you could tell when you're doing a workout with somewhere, you get off a shift, and you just had the same shift with your teammate, and they're, like, sucking wind for, like... Like, I don't know. I've always been pretty good at recovery. Like, I, I barely ever suck wind, but... Um, I felt really good after the summer. Like I can attest, I didn't really feel tired and I I don't know if it's mental, maybe it is mental or it's just kind of like with CrossFit, you have to push yourself. You could, like you said, you could take a break if you want during a workout, but I was like, I want to be my timer. I want to get more reps in. So I just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Like I remember we had a workout. It was like a finisher. It was just like curl the bar as many times as you can without dropping it. Okay. And I'd never done that in my entire life. And I was just like, I'm going to keep going. And I got to like 80. And then I had to bike home and I couldn't like lift my <laughs> arms. But I was like, holy shit. If you would have told me mm-hmm. even do 20 barbell curls, I would have been like, oh. And I probably would have taken a break and like just did the 20. Mm-hmm. When you tell me like do as many as you can. And then I'm a competitive person. I was like, okay, well. Yeah, I'm you, challenge yourself. Yeah, I'm like, challenging myself. See. And yeah. like, I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to drop my barbell bef- like before anyone else. But yeah, it's right. good. We're almost done. Um, and I know you have to go. Can you just uh, explain quickly how CrossFit is working this year? Because right now we're, we're starting CrossFit Open and there's no regionals this year. So maybe just clarify for everyone and myself how is crossfit (laughs) going or the sequence of events this year to get to the crossfit games how how are the rules okay so basically they announced that there would be no regionals and it's uh, replaced by sanctionals so a sanctional is like competition in dubai a competition in miami there's a competition in france Uh, and so if you go to a competition like that and you win first place the only man and the only woman that wins, you get an automatic buy to the CrossFit Games. So the people participate, like the the guy that won Dubai has won the CrossFit Games three times in a row for the past three Fraser. years. Yeah. So Fraser, obviously, CrossFit He's Games. In. Okay. But then there's the Open right now that are starting. So, and, and there you have to either win, like be a national champion. So if Fraser wins the United States, like finishes first in his country, mm-hmm. uh, then that means... The second person in Dubai that won okay. gets to go. So it's Fraser, not the second person in the Open. No, exactly. Okay. So Fraser gets, like, Open is priority. Okay, so you still want to do good at these sanctionals because obviously, like, the top athletes are going to win all the sanctionals. But if you're second, 
your points count because they, might, cause win they might win their country. Okay. So like the the lady that won uh, Miami, she's won twice across the games in the past two years. She's from Australia. Her biggest competition is having a baby. So the chances of her winning Australia are quite high. So okay. the next person in Miami might get to go. Mm. And, and Wait, the who's having a baby? Uh, Kara Webb. No way. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And the trick <laughs> is like, if you win a sanctional and you decide not to go to the Open, that means... When you get to the CrossFit Games, I think you'll be qualified like in the last spot. Oh, so you're seated. Oh, wow, yeah. that's so complicated. Okay, so, but are they still gonna have forty top? No, no. Every country that has at least I think three or five CrossFit box uh, is gonna get somebody at the game. So you're taking from like about forty people to t- maybe two hundred ish. Personally, what? I think the the quality of athletes might decrease. It'll probably decrease for sure. But then every country that has CrossFit boxes will be represented. But the the thing oh, is... Oh, man. So, like, that so kind of sucks because, like, if Canada has, like, a lot of But let's take the United States, yeah. United States instead. They had, like, so many guys, so many girls, so many teams. That are so fit, but yeah. only one is going to yeah. go. And then there might be a lot of people that are way less fit than them that don't From get, other... Yeah. And develop. they don't get to go, but they... The I mean, it's, go. like, nice because there'll be representation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of becoming, like, the Olympics, basically. Okay. Remember that girl yeah. that from Hungary that went yeah, down the... Yeah, the ski. And then you had, like, 15 American girls at home probably super rattled. This might happen. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> a lot of people dislike that. I thought it was hilarious. Just... She she found a loophole in the rules. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was funny, but I feel like from an it's athlete's not, perspective, you're like, are not, you kidding? It's not representative of an yeah. Olympic la- like yeah. the fact she could call herself an Olympic athlete is <laughs> is upsetting. But the yeah. the f- someone clearly didn't think of the rules. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Menu, thanks so much for joining us today and explaining a little bit more about CrossFit. If you have like a someone is, what's a message for someone who's like, I want to get in shape. I'm scared to walk into my CrossFit gym. It's intimidating. Like, just come in. Just come in. Yeah, just, that's just, the first step. Just walk in, meet the people, or even don't don't even try it if you don't feel like it. Just go in, watch a workout or a class for one hour. See how it goes. See how, how the coaches are taking care of the people, and then it might convince you. But the first step is really like just Show try up. to convince yourself to to walk in. And it's 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 a welcoming environment. And I don't know if this is just like the the CrossFit gym like I went to, but like I I have a friend back home who also owns a gym and does CrossFit and it's it's a welcoming environment to be honest. Everyone is just pumped that you showed up to to you know participate in being healthy. Mm-hmm. It's just doing that first step. All right, thanks. Girl. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Thanks for listening. If you liked the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at sass underscore on the go, at Mel the Rock, and at Last Stretch Pod. Our theme music is by James Bond. You can find their music at jamesbond.ca. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the Upford Network. Find out about all of our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Smell you later.
I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Hey everybody, we are the Don't Be Mad Podcast, partners of the Upford Network. My name is Matthew and I'm joined here as always with... Jason. Jamali. We cover everything from politics, sports, and pop culture. And you can catch us every Monday on all podcast platforms, and you can watch our videos on YouTube.